Hello there, and welcome back to Just Chatting. My name is Mopgarn, and I'll be your host on this episode, and every episode, ever. <laughs> Thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. This week's guest is Peter Chow. He's a manager for Evil Geniuses and a photographer. Very interesting getting a little bit of a look into his life. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope you liked the interview. First, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew about TwitchCon because TwitchCon is coming up. I'm not 100% sure that I will be going. I'm leaning kind of 80-20. Um, I'm getting kind of down to the last minute <laughs> in terms of it. But TwitchCon is in San Diego. And it's September 27th to 29th. And if you're going, you should probably get your tickets by now, like right now, buy your ticket. Um, if you don't know what TwitchCon is, it's super, super cool. You basically go, there's booths set up, you can try games, there's meetups so you can meet, have a little meet and greet with your favorite streamers. Um, a lot of streamers do unofficial meetups as well. You can chat with the other people that you normally chat with in streams because so many people go, you can have drinks with people, you can go out for lunch with people. It's basically just a bunch of us nerds gathering in one place and it's so much fun. Um, I've been to two of them and they were both really enjoyable. So make sure if you're interested in meeting up with some of your favorite streamers and your favorite people from chat that you do take a look at that because it's going to be a blast uh, whether you're there or not. And there's lots of like shows and panels and stuff you can go and listen to. So there's something for everybody. And also San Diego is just amazing. I went to a TwitchCon there already and it's a really, really cool city. So, and it's beautiful. The weather will be so nice at that time. Also, this is a bit of old news now, but I really want to mention it because I haven't yet. If you did not know, I am in a documentary and I'm super just, as you can tell, I have no words, <laughs> honored and feel so lucky to have been a part of this. So if you do want to take a look at that, it has like Pokimane and Elaheim, Disguised Toast and all these people in it. Um, and I feel so grateful to be on the screen sharing it with those people. Absolutely just mind blowing, to be honest. So if you're interested, it's called Living the Stream and it's on Prime Video and you can just look it up on there. And also they have a Twitter as well. LTS Documentary is the Twitter handle. So you can go there to find the link. And Living the Stream, S-T-R-E-A-M. I don't know if there's any other ways to spell stream, but you should go check it out. Yeah, it's just so cool. And I feel so honored to be a part of that. So I hope you enjoy it if you do watch it. And if you have watched it already, I hope that you enjoyed it as well. I think it gives such a cool look into the lives of streamers. And this podcast is kind of just trying to do that same thing. So, you know, I took a lot of inspiration from there. So I hope you like it. If you watch it, thank you so much. If you do. Like I said, today's guest is Peter Chow. And we talk a lot about Siege, which is currently my favorite game. It's so much fun. So I hope that you do enjoy. And thanks for listening. Hello, I'm sitting here with Peter. Peter Chow. I don't know, do you like being called your full name? I don't mind it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I know it's your Twitch name, so I was like, yeah. it's probably a good good way to do it. So you do a few different cool things, but uh, why don't you start talking about your stream, I suppose? Uh, my stream? Yeah, uh... introduce what you play and all that good stuff. Nothing too interesting, actually. I think I started two years ago, three years ago, barely, mm -hmm. on and off. I mainly play Siege. Uh, I do editing on stream and occasionally Counter-Strike. Oh, I didn't know you played CS. Yeah, I played CS before I came to Siege. Ah, that's like the very common story. That yeah. was the same way. <laughs> and it kind of takes over what you it do. Does. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So you mostly stream Siege from what I've seen, yeah? What yeah. sort of editing do you do for photography? Yeah. Okay. I teach people how I do my editing on stream and about it, yeah. How I, what my workflow is when it comes to editing. Cool. Sometimes. That's so neat. I've never seen those streams. I miss out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> find my wire for the plug to my laptop. That's why I'm No. Done. Oh, man. So you, what's your stream schedule? Because I seem to miss 
your streams all the time? Um, normally the late streams, but now I'm switching to morning streams. Okay. So like around, let's say like 12, 12 uh, Pacific time. Right, right. Because you're three hours behind me, yeah? Yeah. I swap time zones. So I'm still learning it. It's weird. Oh, yeah. It would be. It's central. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, because I know you recently moved for work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a big move? I don't know. Uh, from Texas to Seattle, so I'd say it was a pretty big move. Oh, wow. Wait, I thought you were in Vegas. No, I was in Texas. Oh, and you're not in Vegas now? No. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> I was in Vegas in the summer for, like, an event. That's about it. Wow, okay. My whole world has been turned upside down. <laughs> I don't know I why. before I met you. Yeah, weird. Because I know, like, as I was first following you on Instagram, you were, like, posting your new apartment or whatever, so that makes sense. Cool. Are you liking it there? Uh, I have seasons. It's not hot all year round. Yeah. Is that a and good it's thing? It's not flat. Uh, <laughs> so Texas, the story to everybody is that uh, I went to go shower once. I left a tray of cookies in my car. Went to go shower, came back, and they were a little burnt. Oh, my God. Like they're cooked, but they're a little burnt. That's how hot it was in Texas. That's insane. It wasn't even the, the heat index either, so it was still pretty hot. Wow. That's crazy. So you've been through the winter now in Seattle, yeah? Uh, not yet. I got the like the last remaining oh, few okay. like, weeks of it. But I love I love the winter. I was born in the north, so I'm from Michigan. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. Oh man, <laughs> I I hate the seasons. <laughs> I would if I could do without them. I would be uh very pleased. But to each their own. That's for sure. I've always thought Texas and Florida and stuff were intriguing for that reason. Texas was so flat. I hated it. Yeah. Like I could stand on my university parking garage sixth floor which is 40 minutes from downtown i could still see downtown no way that's how flat that's how flat texas was that's crazy i've been to austin yeah i'm from houston okay are they far apart i don't know two hours okay that's cool yeah i really liked austin it was a cool cool place but so you i guess a good introduction is you work for evil geniuses Mm -hmm. (laughs) were you streaming before you started that or like which came first yes i did I streamed like a couple years before that. Yeah. Okay. And then how did you get into working for your org? So I got to work at my org because I um, was playing a lot of Siege. So I knew the community every now. So everyone's inviting me out to a, a LAN. I went to a uh, DreamHack Austin and I was, took my camera there, took some photos and Evil Geniuses were there. And they're already my good friends prior to this. I met Nate through online, or NBK. Right. And after Austin, I kind of gained like popularity from my photos and they picked me up for their major. And at the the major in Paris, which was really cool. I did the manager's job for them. They had a really horrible manager at the time. Oh, no. But but I did his job for him, and after Paris, they fired him and picked me up. Wow. So cool. It's funny how that happens. So what exactly do you do for them? you managing? I book flights, hotels. I manage sponsors, um, any future sponsors, events. On I go to them to events, take care of them there, like make sure they know when to eat, where they play, have all the correct gear, nothing goes wrong. So they all just, anything they Anything that's not gaming related, I do. Wow. So they, they compete, everything else I do. Right. That's cool. It sounds very stressful. It can be sometimes. <laughs> it's like having six children. So. Yeah, yeah. Are they teams? Oh, I guess because coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Wow, so cool. Do they ever, like, get you to do really lame stuff? Every now and then. Yeah. Like, hey, can I, I want Skittles. Like, one of my good friends, like, my best friend on the team, he's like, hey, I want Skittles. Go get me some. Like, really? <laughs> I walked a block in my backpack of Skittles and I throw it at him. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the kind of story I was trying to find. That's awesome. So this is your first time working with a gaming org then, yeah? Yeah. Right. That's uh, my first esports related anything job. Cool. That's awesome. I wonder if we were at the same DreamHack. Was it like two-ish years ago now? Yeah. 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 I think we were. It's pretty cool. It's too bad we didn't know each other. We could have met. Yeah, I was just singing the Rainbow Six section, so. Yeah, yeah. I was more I in really Counter-Strike because my boyfriend at the time was playing, so. But yeah, I stopped around a little bit. It was actually crazy. I was sitting next to um, Skies, and we had, like, just met through, like, Twitch really, really recently. And oh. I was sitting there for, like, 20 minutes, and then um, my friend Todriel came up to me and was like, do you know this guy? And I was like, oh, hey, Skies. And he was like, oh, hey. <laughs> And it was really funny. So it's like, I had no idea you were there. <laughs> but yeah, that's when I went to Austin and I really, I really liked it. Yeah, Austin was really cool. That was right before I got into, like, really into the Rainbow Six community. Right. 
What's your favorite thing that you do with your work? Is it traveling or? The traveling is really fun. Yeah. Like I was in Barbados for vacation. Like that was oh, yeah. expense paid <laughs> for work. And I was um I was in Milan, Paris. I got to go to Brazil. Cool. All over Canada. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I guess because a lot of the siege stuff is in Canada, isn't it? Just the invite. And we boot camped in Toronto. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. We should have hung out. <laughs> no clue. Yeah, because I remember you were DMing me being like, I'm in Barbados and I'm seeing turtles. And I was like, I love turtles. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, I jumped off the boat. And the moment I, the bubbles cleared out of your face, there was a turtle on my face. Whoa. Like we were staring at each other. I'm like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> hey, buddy. That's funny. So what what sort of stuff were you doing down there? Was there a tournament? Um, I was doing content stuff for the team. Oh, okay. So how did you... I didn't know that you were into photography until I found out you were nominated for the Esports Photography Award? What is it? <laughs> yeah, uh, Esports Photographer of the Year Award. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm one of the finalists. Um, how I got into photography, like in general or esports? Um, a bit of both, I guess. So photography in general, I have a long history in my family. Like my dad was a photographer, my uncle was one, and my cousin's currently one. Okay. Um, my cousin was the is the number one like leading automotive photographer in Houston. Whoa. So I pretty much like got into it because of him because he go to car shows, I'd go with him, and I'd see him take pictures of these cool cars like. Lamborghinis, Ferraris, we go to drift events. Cool. He was, he was like out there like hanging out, like taking pictures of these pretty cars. I'm like, oh, I should get into this. So I got into it. And that's pretty much the start of my career. I got into cars for like three or four years. Right. And after that, I went to music and then sports. And then I came to esports. That's so cool. So you've done a bit of everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I got to travel a lot for it. Cool. Have you ever been like brought on to like another organization to do the photography for them? Uh, I worked for Lamborghini for a bit. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, as a photographer, that was fun. Cool. But it gets boring staring at cars all day. You can't talk to them. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Was there not like models you worked with, like pretty girls? There were like a lot from, uh, we'd have a yearly festival where we had um, Lamborghini Italy fly in, like from like headquarters. Okay. And they'd bring like Italian models and like I had to like chaperone them. Wow. That must have been fun. They're very tall. So I was thinking like they're very intimidated. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm five five, five six, and they're like six five. So I'm like looking Whoa. up at them. Like, okay, this is ridiculous. That's crazy. and they wear heels too. Yeah, while they're six five, so I'm like, you're like seven foot. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. So then you went into esports. I actually, like I said, I didn't know that you did photography. And then I went when I was trying to find your email. I was like creeping on your your website a little bit with your photography. It's really cool. <laughs> Hope you saw like what you saw. Yeah, yeah, no, they're very, very professional. Good stuff. <laughs> um, is there any like goals that you have that you would like to? Like, I feel like working for an org is a pretty good baseline or whatever for like the time being. But is there anything that you want to come in the next few years from that? Uh, definitely get maybe like get higher into the org, deeper into the org, do more, more like the management stuff, like not just like the team and like more org stuff related. Okay. Or. Uh, I always kind of open my own org maybe one day or open my own like company for photography that does esports. So. Cool. That'd be amazing. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 So this um, esports pro protographer thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know when that like the announcement comes out for that? Um, I'm going to the award ceremony in November, I believe. But oh, other than okay. That, it's around that time. Good. So and it's it's Dallas. a while still. Yeah. Because this is coming out end of August. Can people still vote? Yeah, and up, then up until November. Okay, so why don't you do you know the link or like where people can find to vote for it? Yeah, it's on uh, my Twitter. You can find it the first couple of links, or it's just um, esportsawards.com/vote. Okay, cool. What's your Twitter name? Uh, Peter H. Chap. Perfect. That people can do that. That's cool. What does your family think about you getting in, involved in all this stuff? This is a wild story. So, <laughs> um, so when I originally got into esports, I lived at home. I had just moved back home, so my parents were really about it because they saw me traveling a lot. I was making a decent amount of money. Right. I was like well off on my own. I was independent, and then EG gave me the offer to move to Seattle to work even more with the work. My parents threatened to disown me. Really? Yeah, they threatened to disown me, and they're like, they gave me an ultimatum: either you stay here and find a job you like doing here that you love doing here instead, or you can go and then 
we'll cut you off. I'm like, okay, I'm going. Bye. And they disowned me. Wow. So they don't talk to you anymore? My mom has started talking to me again recently. Okay. Um, but it's been a couple months. But yeah, when I first moved here, I had like no support from my family. Wow. I'm so sorry. That's fine. That's hard. It was, uh, I was like, oh, I'm growing up. This is how it is. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, it's it's nice that you like kept going with something that you were really into and like passionate about. Yeah. Instead of just giving up because of that. But I'm sorry that they weren't there to support you. That's really sad. Nah, it's okay. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that's like once they see you're living on your own and you're feeding yourself and surviving in this job, yeah. <laughs> hopefully that's a... Uh, something you know that they're a little more willing because like i know when my parents when i told them i was going full-time streaming they were like well as long as you can pay your rent like that's cool with us and i was like cool so i think for a lot of parents they just want to make sure that you <laughs> you can do that yeah it was uh it was a it was a wild ride for a couple months but yeah I, i've actually been healthier since i moved because i don't eat my mom's cooking anymore oh I've actually had, like, at home, I couldn't, like, make my own food or diets. I actually eat what they cook, and normally they're not very healthy food. Right. Like, and I, I was, like, pushing 200 pounds at one point. Because oh, my, my gosh. Cooking. That's yeah, crazy. What sort of food is it? Oh, Asian food's really, like, the ones we cook are really good. Like, it's usually, like, the portions and amount. Like, they just keep making me eat. So I eat a lot a day. Oh. And it's, like, very fatty foods. I'm, like, like heavy pork belly, and the seasoning's, like, very fatty and, like, high in fat. Uh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah i don't know wow. i don't know why they did that to me growing up <laughs> well i feel like uh like we have family in germany and my brother went to visit and he's like very tall and very very skinny and apparently the entire time they were just like shoving more food in his face and he was like i can't eat this much <laughs> exactly want to make sure you're happy and well fed i guess <laughs> so how do you find a good balance between working with EG and streaming and having free time as well, because it's a lot going on. Yeah, um, so luckily EG is very lenient in terms of that process. So okay. I only have to like really work with the, when I'm with the guys. So we go to the office like four or five hours a day. Right. And so that's really when I work. And then outside of that, I do all my emails and like office stuff at home. Oh, okay. And then I, sh and I stream in between that. So that's really Normally nice. it's in the morning, but I, over I sleep in sometimes. Or, well, for me, Working for the EG and the guys do different things. The guys are like around the clock 24-7. Right. I could be like at 11 in the morning getting ready to Like, hey, we want to go get something. Can you drive us there? I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Wow. Do they give yeah. you a company car? Uh, no, I have my own car. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I'm would fine. be really cool. <laughs> It'd be cool, but I have my own car, which I like. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of car do you have? I have a Honda Civic. Nice. Uh, I had a nicer car back then, but not here anymore. No, Civics are good. That's what I have a Hyundai Elantra. Which I love, but like I was originally looking for a Civic because they're good little little dudes. <laughs> I like my Civic because um, gas mileage is insane. I don't, yeah. I feel like maybe once every two weeks. I'm like, this is saving me money. Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you have one of those like souped up Civics? No. Okay. I had a souped up car prior to this car. Right, right. I was gonna say with you working with like all these fancy cars, I can see you wanting to yeah, when add. I, <laughs> when I worked for my my Lamborghini, I had a nicer car that was souped up and. Cool. I've tamed. I've been tamed since then. <laughs> now you're you're the working man driving yeah, around the the siege family. <laughs> a mom life. Yeah. Single That's parent really life. Funny. So when you're in the office, are like is the actual siege team there like practicing? Yeah, I sit right next to them. So um, they're screaming. I just sit on my computer, which is right next to them. I'm just doing whatever I need to do, like emails. I check sponsors. Mm. I check the calendars, and then after that, I just sit around and wait. Okay. And if they need anything, I do for them. That's cool. So you don't do any yeah. of the coaching, like they have a separate no. coach. Yeah, we have a separate coach named Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I am really bad at like paying attention to the proceeds whole thing. I don't. <laughs> There's too much to learn. You're fine. I learned everything about Counter Strike, and then this is just like a whole nother thing. <laughs> but well, you play enough Siege to understand it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love the Siege community being so like tight knit. I feel like mm. as it's grown, it's become a little less tight knit. But like when I first started, all the pros would like hang out in everyone's streams and like, yeah. you know, it was it was really cool being part of like a, a community like that. And I think it's changed a little bit now, but I still yeah, I think do it's remember really talking cool. about. I remember that. Mm -hmm. That was a that was when I first joined. Everyone was really tight knit and close, and I, I think over time the egos of like 
stepped in. Yeah, well, that happens. I guess as the game gets bigger, people are like, I'm a big shot now. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but I think all the people that I've known from like back then are still really cool, which is really nice. For the most part, I'm trying to think of everyone that I know. But you know Redeemer? Yeah. Redeemer is like the nicest guy. Yeah, I love Redeemer. He's one of the first people I met in the community, and he's always been super genuine to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really good friends with, um, do you know Spinachi? I do. Yeah, he's like good friends with her. and. Yeah, I love her too. Uh, she picked me up when I went to Vegas, so that was awesome. She picked you up? Yeah, I came to Vegas for a music festival and had a free day, so she picked me up and we hung out. Aw, that's so cute. I love Ash. That's my wife. <laughs> I love her too. Yeah, that's amazing. So, would you say that you focus more, probably more on your esports job than you do on streaming? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, my job pretty much takes up most of my life, and then when I have free time, I stream. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's a good balance, like pri- priority. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I, mean, I do want to stream more in my free time, mm-hmm. um, but. I'm still working on getting a good schedule, like set. Like, I think I'm going to do mornings now because I have a lot of free times in the morning. Right. Depends on when I wake up. So I work out late at night and I just sleep in sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard working in esports to find that good balance because, like, you work siege and then you come home and a lot of people, like, stream to chill. And, like, that's still part of your job. It's like you still have to be on, you know? Do you find that as well? It's kind of, yeah. like, not as just fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much like after watching Siege for a few hours, like four or five hours, and like playing, it's like you get tired after a while, and so you just want to relax. Mm-hmm. Did you have a job in Texas before you picked up on this job? Yeah, I was actually in retail. I was working at T-Mobile, funny enough. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Did you like it? No, <laughs> it, made, it made me hate people. I worked in retail for a while. Yeah, because I was I was in between jobs after my photography career. Like I kind of like stepped out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was burnt out, burnt right. out from that. So I was just doing retail and I was like, I hate people now. Yeah. Just keep things afloat. Yeah, I can imagine. I I worked at Starbucks for quite a while and some days I hated people, but I found for the most part, it was pretty good. I think because you get a lot of like regulars, mm-hmm. but I worked at a place called Hudson's Bay here, which is like department store kind of thing. And my God. <laughs> I can see you working at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that job, honestly. It was, uh, all the people that I worked with were, like, great, and then all the customers, for the most part, were pretty great and, like, understanding, and I really liked that, because I think in a lot of retail, like, if people need to wait two minutes for something, they're like, come on, (laughs) what, like, so slow, come on, and in Starbucks, like, people were like, hey, you know, you're moving fast, you're doing what you can, and I felt like our customers were all really understanding which was good that's good yeah which i like and i find that on twitch too i find a lot of people very uh understanding with that kind of stuff i'm sure your community is pretty good about if you don't stream they're not like mad no they come in and say they just miss me and it's like how are you doing what's the, what's the new update yeah they, dis- they not disappear again yeah yeah because you have a pretty tight-knit community from what i've seen too yeah yeah mm-hmm. a lot of them interact with me on twitter so i just so as long as I interact on Twitter, I think we're okay. Okay. That as long as I disappear sense. off the face of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did you, what like brought you onto Twitch to start streaming? Through your photography stuff? Actually, I used to watch a lot of YouTube. Growing up, I used to watch uh, a specific YouTuber named Jericho. Oh, I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah, I watched him a lot. And then uh, I think one day I caught a notification saying, hey, my live stream is, a li- is live. I'm like, live streaming. I went to the link, it sent me to Twitch. I was like, oh, mm. I can actually interact with live, and I'd stay on Twitch since then. Right. He's actually now a good friend of mine, too, so. No way! Yeah, I, well, I, I always, like, joke with him, saying, like, how I grew up watching you, and now I'm, like, you're, now we're close friends. Yeah, that's crazy. It's cool that he knows that. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, every Twitch call, and I think every, since three years ago, we always get dinner, and we hang out at any events we're together. Oh, so. how did that, like, start? Like, did you just? I was just active in his chat. Right. So, uh, that's how I got into CSGO. Uh, I was watching him play that a lot. I was really into Counter Strike, but I watched him play it a lot because he was bad at it. Like, he's like <laughs> he's extremely bad at the game, but um, he was funny. I was like, just kept watching and I started playing CS:GO. Right, that's so funny. I love how friendships just naturally form like that through Twitch. Like the best, the best thing. 
Yeah, this recent TwitchCon, um, he was doing a meet and greet, and he just threw all his stuff on me while he was taking pictures of everybody. No and way. He just turned at me, threw his backpack and suitcase and his jacket on me. I just stood there holding it in the background. <laughs> and like a lot of photos, I'm like, what? What just happened? <laughs> That's funny. You're helpful. <laughs> yeah, we have that funny like friendship. Yeah. What rank were you in CS? I think the farthest I got was... I can't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah. MGE? No. Way past that. Eagle? Not the Eagle. That's what I remember. Okay. Yeah. Got eagle. That's good. We should play sometime. I'm bad now. I think I'm silver now. So oh no, so am I. It's okay. That's okay, why we'll I play. find I find going from siege to counter strike so hard because in siege, like the guns do have recoil, but like not much. And then yeah. like going from that to CS is like, oh my god! Like I just kind of slightly pull down. I don't know if you played recently, but the AK spray having played siege feels like insane. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's it's horrible i'm scared yeah siege has unpredictable recall and then csgo has predictable recall from what i understand like most people can predict like where it's going yeah yeah only if you're yeah, really I play, good i forgot about that yeah i completely <laughs> forgot about that so, <laughs> yeah so yeah it's uh it's it's crazy so i, I would download it. i'm probably playing it one day i've been watching a lot of csgo tournaments again lately, oh really so. Yeah, that's cool. Everyone says what's my favorite team. Yeah, everyone says like pro CS right now is like the prime CS. I don't know why. Well, NA's back on top finally, so that's why I watch it now. Who is NA? America's back on top. Oh yeah, after they won their major and then started sucking again. (laughs) Yeah, and now they're back. Now they're back on top. Yeah, who's the best team in NA right now? Team Liquid. Okay, won like five straight events now. Wow, I haven't been paying attention, evidently. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> good for them though that's awesome are there any memorable moments that your communities like really uh helped you through something big like through maybe your family stuff or anything that's really memorable and stuck out with you i remember it was my birthday i think i just turned 20 it was back when i was on cs i think uh, i was having a rough birthday because nobody was around i think like Aww. a bunch of communities came by and i like, just dropped everything and like, donated like like hosted and everything it was just like i think i broke like two thousand viewers that day just for my birthday wow that really that's amazing that so long ago yeah that was a really long time ago though so. yeah it's still one of my fondest memories yeah yeah that's awesome i remember i just sat there and i was like what's happening and we just kept like coming in donating and hosting wow that's awesome i think people don't realize how big of a an impact that kind of stuff can have yeah like just even just popping into someone's stream and saying hi like that makes that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really fun. I, I think I cried a little bit that day. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah, raiding people is such a big... That's how we met. You raided me randomly, I yeah. think, when I was playing Siege, right? Yeah. But it like can totally make people's day. So I always make sure I raid someone at the end of stream because I want to pass along that love. Exactly. Was it like a big streamer that raided or just people? It was a lot of big ones. Um, I know Jericho did. Mm-hmm. He's a really big streamer, and a lot of my a lot of my other close friends did too. Aw, that's so nice. Um, do you have any really good trolls you remember? Trolls from like, or like memorable things from through your stream? Like the other day, someone came in and said to me, "You're a hot like chicken in furnace." And <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I thought, I've never heard that before. I know. You're hot like chicken in furnace. So I just always love hearing people's like trolls. Like I got raided by 4chan. Oh God. When yeah, when I was a smaller streamer, and uh, that was that was something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I assume you never have. Can't think of the top of my head. No, no, I can't think of the top of my head. No. Okay. I always love trolls. There's so many good ones, <laughs> and there's so many bad ones. So. <laughs> Oh, I, I think I remember one. Um, I think I remember I was doing really well in a couple of Siege games, and it got around, and I think everyone just caught my chat. It's like, yelling, well, he's just a manager. Like when he's subbing in, they just troll me about when I'm playing for EG. Aww. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's actually still a running gag. Like Everyone's like asking, when am I playing for EG? Yeah. And I do really well in a Siege game. I'm like, never. Because <laughs> you're pretty good at Siege, right? What rank are you? Um, I'm plat two. I was plat one. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, you probably could, because I think that is a thing, right? If they... If someone's like sick, a manager or a coach could sit in. Yeah, um, uh, I was supposed to step in a, a while ago for a game for fun. Right. It was the end of the season and the game didn't matter. So, hey, you want to play? I think I got sick that day. Uh, so I didn't want to play. Yeah, because Plat 
Plat two and one is pretty high. I am plat two right now and I got carried so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I was playing with some people that are like diamond on their Smurfs. And I think we played for like six hours straight and won like every game. And then I was like, how am I here? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Look at you. Yeah, I do not deserve that at all. (laughs) But uh, that's okay. How do you think uh, streaming and being a manager and stuff has changed you? Do you think you've really matured a lot through all this? Yeah, def- like def- definitely having the EG next to mine has made me mature a lot and like mm-hmm. watch what I say and like be smarter on what I do and say. Like, I can't be like the young, reckless kid I was like when I was 18 in high school. Yeah. Because I have to like maintain an image now for like work and professionalism and I'm like normally like the one-stop go for like information on the siege team and stuff. So like I have to be very uh, professional. Mm-hmm. And someone's getting arrested, I think. Someone's getting arrested? Oh no, that's a cop car. I just did it by. Is that what that was? Okay. Yeah. I, I could see the lights something. flash by. I was like, what was that? <laughs> I heard something. I wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> I live by next I live next to a police station and a fire department, so Oh my god. Every now and then I hear the sirens. I'm like, what is happening? So there? many sirens, yeah. That must be annoying like 3 a.m you're trying to sleep <laughs> yeah that's happened once luckily yeah okay that's i have a bunny and he snores so loud so <laughs> i wear earplugs to bed every night because uh it's snoring so i guess i would never hear it but <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah it's funny yeah i guess like having an org next to your name must be a lot of pressure because you want to represent them well yeah. And I assume you would. Would you get fired if you, like, said something bad? I assume you would, yeah? I'd get stern, like, warning. Maybe I'd get fired depending on how, the, um, how bad it was, like, the severity of it. Yeah. Like- I, never let, I never let myself get to that point. Like, yeah, I'll, like, be toxic sometimes during a CG game, but I would never get to the point where it's like, oh, this is, like, very bad representation of the org. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember sense. some kid a long time ago when I first got hired as a photographer. I wasn't on EG at the time, but they tweeted EG saying, hey, you, you hire this kind of guy, and he just, like, looks like he didn't say anything. Wow. Was, it wasn't anything bad, but it was, like, the guy... The, you could clearly tell the kid was trying to bait a response out of me. hmm And I finally said something, but it wasn't anything bad. But yeah. he also tweeted EG. Jeez. But it made me realize, like, what I said can, like, like be positive or negative to me. I'm not careful. hmm That makes sense. So I'm trying to be really friendly to everybody, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, Where do you want your photography to go? Are you wanting to bring it more into, like, EG, or...? Is it just kind of like a side gig now? Uh, I think that's mainly a side gig now, but I do want to incorporate more in the future because uh, in EG, really, I'm the only one on the ground taking photos for EG, regardless. Right. So mm-hmm. I want to kind of start in, in te- uh, integrating it more. So maybe in the future, have it more like self-sufficient mm-hmm. to ground its own. Right. Would you, if Ubisoft was like, hey, do you just want to be like the Siege photographer? Would you do it? I would. Uh, I would love to do that. Yeah. But uh, if it doesn't take away from my management duties, but yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. That would be I really got events cool. like, give me, give me free reign to run around and take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Skittle and photography getter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your official title. I've gotten, I've gotten very, very interesting things from my guys. Like I've gotten baby wipes when they want to like clean up the keyboards, like just randomly. Oh, um, Skittles, gross. Hershey bars. Like um, when we travel, like dust collects really easily in the on the keyboards. Mm. So when we get to, when we get to like the house or like we go get to the event, we take apart keyboards and wipe them down. Wow! It's one day. One day they're like, "Hey, we need baby wipes to clean them." I'm like, "What?" I was like, "Where's the nearest? Where can I get baby wipes?" That's so I walk like a block to the nearest Walgreens <laughs> or something where I was as that or so a shoppers funny. in Canada. Yep, yep. Same it was in the middle of the winter, and I walked to the shoppers in like a t-shirt and jeans. Oh my god, why? I don't get cold easily. That surprisingly enough. Jeez. At invitationals. During Montreal, which was like February, it was like midwinter. I walked downtown with just a t-shirt and joggers getting stuff and walked back there. Oh my God. Montreal is so cold too. Yeah, I was, I'm actually cool with the cold. Like, I love it. Yeah. Like, it, at Invite itself, at the event, I was just wearing a t-shirt and jeans and that was it. Jeez. And everyone was in like heavy jacket. I was just walking around my own business. That's crazy. <laughs> I was actually sweating a little too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Those invitationals, I never had a chance to go to one, but... What are they like? Is it just a big stadium and then two teams play in Siege? Is there more going on? or Pretty much like um, I've gone to two. There's been three so far, I believe. And it's pretty much a regular LAN event. Um, there's the main stage and then that's, the group stages happen before off-site. And when main stage comes, it's a giant arena. There's a lot of like booths, merchandise. There's meet and greets. 
then the, over a year, it's grown exponentially. Like the stadium has like gone from a thousand people to housing like five thousand people. Whoa! So I think it's gotten bigger every year. Wow! Really fun. Like the community, the community knows everybody, so like you say hi to everybody. Yeah, that's why I wanted to go because, like I said, I feel like the seat community is so tight knit. It's so cool. Should have gone. I know. I I forget why. I was going to go with my friend Empire, my friend Dan. We were going to like road trip down there. I don't remember why we didn't go. I think it was like two days beforehand. And he messaged me and was like, so are we going to Montreal? And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what's like, what's a, are there any cool moments that stand out from those? Like cool people you met or... Uh, first invite, I wasn't really anybody time. I had just joined the team community, so I, that was my first land ever. I got to meet EG at that time. Right. I also when I met Nate and became best friends of him. And everyone I've met so far in the team community has been really, really nice, and that's all memorable. And just going to events and people recognizing who I am and asking for pictures is really cool. Yeah, I think I remember seeing you tweet about that. Being like... I was, like, I was walking in my own business, and people just stopped me for pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a cool... Cool thanks. I remember you being like, I feel so special that like people are actually wanting to take a picture yeah. with me. I guess the manager like they dragged to the side to hey, take pictures. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's kind of surreal. I remember somebody asked me to sign their PS1 at my first oh, wow. pack feast and I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> like so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird, weird experience. But do people just kind of go out for drinks after? Like party? Uh at invite there was um a lot, it's like there's a lot of people that go to him it's all siege community so like we try and like keep it low-key okay so all the pros go to a, like a hidden bar all together and we're all there of our close friends and we just hang out yeah we all know each other and say hi to each other that makes sense that's cool can you give because i don't really keep up with gossip i remember when goddess became uh one of the siege pros she's female <laughs> yeah is there still like drama going on with that or if people just kind of like accepted that now or so a lot of the drama happens within the community, but not the pro community. The pro okay. scenes actually really all tight knit with each other. We're all good friends. Yeah. So when Lauren gets this, it's not from us. It's just the community being toxic. But that makes we sense. We all like love Lauren. Yeah. Is there two now? Two females? Yes, there's one in Australia. Her name's uh, Luna. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad. That's another thing I love about Siege is that there's no male and female separation yeah. on the teams. Like CS or like, nope. No girls and guy teams. And apparently, like, so, like I said, my ex was a pro CS player. And he said, it's not that they aren't allowed to be on the team. It's that they just can't keep up, like, as well as the guys, which uh, I don't know. Do you find that at all with them? I Like I said, I don't watch pro teams at all. I can't I mean, imagine. I've only, seen two, I've, I've only seen two girls play, and those two who are in the community now, like, hold up just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do great, so. I always thought that was kind of a bullshit excuse. Because <laughs> I, I can't imagine just because you're a girl, you play worse. But apparently that's the the reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's always confused me. But like I, I've always felt, I think playing Siege personally is one of the games that I felt very accepted in. Like I very rarely get when I'm playing that like, oh my God, girl gamer. Or like, well, girl playing Siege, whereas like in Counter-Strike, I used to get that all the time. Yeah, I had a female friend that I used to be friends with, and whenever she'd talk, the guys would all just become so toxic so fast. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I think that's why, like, I used to mainly stream Counter-Strike, and now I've just switched to Siege, because I find I'm so much happier, and the people are so much happier for the most part. Yeah. Like, everyone says Siege's community is toxic, but I don't find it at all to be that. Toxic is like Overwatch and League, but like she just toxic to an extent, but not as toxic. Mm -hmm. It's less. It's less compared to other communities. Yeah. Is there any cool like behind the scenes kind of stuff about orgs that people might not know that you find interesting? Um, there is a lot of things that go on behind the scenes, like a lot of emails and like meetings and stuff that goes on, a lot of logistics to get events going. Like um, there's a lot of coordination that goes on behind the scenes. I think it's all simple. Like, a lot of people think managers don't do anything, but there's a lot of coordination that happens between me, Ubisoft, and ESL sometimes. Right. Get the players ball rolling, like uh, tournament stuff, and uh, there's a lot of hidden stuff that we can't announce, like soon to be padded. Like last year's padded skins, like the game skins, mm. in-game skins are like all coordinated by the org itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we do all the designing, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. 
Do you outsource that or did you like design those? Uh, we have an in-house graphic designer. Oh, okay. So. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess you guys kind of have everyone hired that you would need, yeah? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. We're still expanding. We just opened up a facility in Seattle, so we're okay. expanding pretty fast. That's cool. How old is EG? Uh, the org itself was, was created in 1999. Oh, whoa, okay. But the, the org was revived, I think. Well, it wasn't dead, but it came back. The current org was like pretty much established in 2013. Okay. After it, it split off from Twitch. And after they split from Twitch, all the old staff pretty much disappeared, and the new staff came in to cover. Uh, okay. Do you know what all games they have teams on? Uh, currently, we have Dota, Siege, uh, the Rocket League, fighting games, and Call of Duty. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, you're the second. I had um, Drew from UIU on as mm-hmm. well, um, who also runs an org. And I thought he had such interesting insight. So I was like, I want to get Peter on here <laughs> to chat a yeah. bit more about that kind of stuff. And I think it's cool that you also stream on top of that, too. And that's how you kind of started your your stuff. Yeah, very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. It's cool seeing how people have evolved. Do you have any big plans for the future? Anything exciting that's coming up? Oh, well, just a lot of traveling again. Like we have, if we we have the rally major coming up in North Carolina. Rally major? What's that? Yeah, it's the uh, Rainbow Six major. Oh, okay. Shows how much I know. <laughs> uh, it's in North Carolina, and then we have. I'm going to Twitch cons about it. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about it coming up for now. Cool. Not just working in working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, sorry, the eSports Awards are in November, you said? Yeah. Okay. Where's that? That's really cool. Do you know where it is? It's in uh, Arlington, Texas. Okay. At the new eSports Arena. Wow. I have to buy a suit and everything, so. Whoa, so fancy. Are you going to get one custom made? No. No? <laughs> I, might, I, I might have to, actually, because I'm, like, built weird. <laughs> oh, I feel that so much. <laughs> it's the worst, isn't it? Because I uh, do, I have strong legs. So if my legs are a bit bigger than my body, uh, I get like special pants made for it. Got you. Or they'll be too like too loose. Yeah, you don't skip leg day. I don't. It's like a word triangle. <laughs> I didn't think of pants. It's funny. You work out a lot too, right? Like you're a gym gym goer. I try and go every day. Uh, wow. I go out late at night because of work. So mm. I'm, I'm usually at the gym till like five in the morning or three in the morning. Oh sometimes. my god! And what time do you start work? Uh, I so I wake up around like. Let's say noon every day, maybe before that if I wake up early. Okay. We'll work around like four. I'll go work at three. I get ready by three, leave by three, and leave by 9.30 so when I get home. Eat dinner, then I'll work out. So it's like 11 by the time I go to work out. Jesus. Yeah. And I say I don't have time to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I fall asleep and wake up at like 12 or 1. So I go to the gym now. So I go at like midnight or 1 in the morning. Okay. That's nuts. Yeah. I'm always like... I end stream at four, and then by the time I go to the gym, it's five, and then by the time I get home, it's like seven. Oh, what a waste of a day, but <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, no, good for you. I uh, I think I've seen your like progress pics or something on Instagram, or you yeah. just, just flex. I was very weird. You're what? I'm completely different from back then. Yeah. It must feel so good. It does. Yeah. I'm um, still not where I want to be just yet, but it does feel good. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard that, like, the way to keep motivated is to take progress pics. Because once you, like, yeah. start see it, you know, happening, it's uh, easier to keep going. That's awesome. It took a few years for me to notice it. But I was like, oh, that is, was me a couple years ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess now that you're moved out from the home cooking, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. <laughs> that helps. I wish. I'm, like, the opposite. I started eating like crap when I moved out. And I still do. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I, I cook very simple, so. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes the best. Um, so do you have anything cool coming up with your stream that you have planned? Uh, probably just consistently stream more, probably. Right. And build more stuff to my stream, like get a redesign and overlays made and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been slacking on that. It's very bare bones. Okay, that's fair. I find, like, bare bones streams sometimes better yeah. than all the mumble jumble everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fancy doohickey stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots of stuff going on. All right. Well, do you have anything you want to plug? Any Twitters or your Twitch? My Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram are all the same. They're all Peter H. Chow. Awesome. C-H-A-U in case anyone doesn't know how to spell it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much, Peter, for sitting down with me. Um, No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Make sure you guys go check out his Twitch. 
and uh, good luck to your team with all your upcoming stuffs. Thank you. You should come to an event sometime and cheer us on. I would love to. <laughs> all right. Bye, Peter. Thank you. So since Peter has been on the podcast, he's gone through a real big life change. He has since left Evil Geniuses and is looking for a new org to work with. I thought this was a really important part of this interview to include because esports changes so quickly and it's just wild. So, um, you know, everyone records podcasts ahead of time. So this podcast was recorded about a month ago and his life has changed since then. So I thought following up with him would be a really interesting thing just to show how quickly everything can change. My ex-boyfriend moved to be with his org and then like two months or so after he moved, their team disbanded and it's just crazy how quick all that changes. So I hope you enjoyed this last little blurb. Thank you to Peter for making time to talk to me once again. So, Peter, you went through a pretty big change recently with uh, leaving your org. How have you been feeling after that? Uh, originally, it was pretty rough. Uh, it was like my, it's, been, it's my first org, but the thing about esports is it's always constantly changing. So mm-hmm. it was bound to happen. I never saw myself being EG forever, but I didn't see myself leaving this early. Right. It was pretty uh, interesting and shocking. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you have free reign to do or be with any org, right? So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to just like full-time stream for the time being? Yeah, I'm going to stream full-time for now. Uh, Stay open to offers from other orgs and see where the road leads to next. Right. Cool. Are you doing five days a week, six days a week? Yeah, five to six days a week. Yeah, that's good. Seven is too much. Yeah, I I took uh, this weekend off. Yeah. I was, I was consistent in the last like week and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Are you gonna move um, back home now, or are you liking where you are? I like it where I'm at. Uh, I'll see what happens. If I can work from home, I'll move home. If I have to move to where my next org is, I'll move there. But for now, I'll be stuck in Seattle for a little bit. Right. Okay. Do you have any orgs that you're like really trying to uh, go for? Um, I have a couple in mind, but um, they haven't reached back out just yet. Some uh, big orgs at like TSM and stuff. Okay, that would be sweet. Cool. I hope the best for you. I really hope that that all works out. Do you have any other, has this kind of changed your your goals now? Or are you still just like looking to do the same thing you were doing? Um, it didn't change much. Like I took a lot from UG and like learned and grew from it. So if anything, it's, it's helped me progress further to get in the uh, esports world. Because mm-hmm. I have a lot more experience in my belt now. I have a have like new stuff to like new skills and stuff that I was taught so everything to move f- closer to my goal oh that's awesome that's a really good positive way to uh yeah to look at it yeah that's really cool is there anything you want to say to anyone that's looking to uh pick you up or anything I'm young I'm ready to learn I have a lot to offer I have like top tier photography skills in my boat also yeah. I uh and I also manage pretty well so yeah yeah, cool. Oh, did the the photography thing? When is that again? Did that happen? Uh, it ends in November. That's okay. The event is. Okay, so it's still all right. Cool. I didn't know if I missed it. I would have been sad. No, you haven't okay. missed it yet. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope you wish you the best. And uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention or anything? Uh, everyone's in the same boat as me. It's hard in the beginning, so. Keep yeah, on keep on. Seems like you have a really good positive um, outlook on it all, so that's really, really good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not the end of the world. I thought it was, but it's not the end of the world just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll every org you go to, I feel like you'll learn new things and you'll become a more well-rounded uh, person and employee, so that's cool. I mean, uh, everyone's, everyone I've talked to who's been like the same boat said that the first their first few jobs in esports was never the most permanent one. Right. And it's just, it's only my first one, so... Yeah. I will have a lot more to learn. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, it's, esports changes so quick. Like, it's it's hard to keep up with all the stuff. And, like, when I was into competitive CS, like, there would be a pro team that was there. And then all of a sudden, they just wouldn't be playing CS anymore. And orgs would pull out and new orgs would come in. And I was like, I don't know. There's so much going on. Like, I can't keep up. Yeah. A lot changes real quick. You're yeah. So I guess you're not going to DreamHack. This weekend? No. no. That's too bad. Yeah. The best thing to say about that is not stay too attached. Mm-hmm. 
know that there is there is a there is a time period where you can do that, but in the beginning there's always that uncertainty. So and now I've learned that. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Have you stayed in touch with all your um, teammates or the the team or anything? Yeah, I still live in the same apartment complex as them. Oh. Uh, I talk to I still talk to two or three of them. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you've made some good like lifetime friends through that. I have. Um, definitely thankful for esports for that. I've made long lifelong friends. Yeah. Who support me all the way. Aw. Even after I'm gone. So sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, touching in, Peter. I appreciate you making time to no to chat about this. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? I think I'm good. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. A huge thank you once again to Peter Chow for coming on the podcast and giving us that bit of insight into the Siege Pro community. It was very interesting. Thank you so much, Peter. If you are enjoying just chatting and want to support the podcast, you can do so at my Twitch channel by subscribing, twitch.tv slash mopgarden. You can also support on Patreon, patreon.com slash mopgarden. A huge thank you to Egg About You and Inza as NL as well for their support. Inza and L. Thank you so much. And if you would like to follow any of my social medias, my personal social media is mopgarden. The Just Chatting social media is Mup Just Chatting for Twitter and Instagram as well. You could rate us on iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. It's a great way to get the podcast out there. Thank you so very much for listening. And I can't wait to see you in two weeks. Thank you kindly. Take care. Just Chatting is a part of the Geek Generation Network. Check out all of our amazing podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com.